0: This Week in Agriculture, a production of the Red River Farm Network. With a look at markets, I'm Randy Conan. Grain markets put in a volatile week, as did the livestock markets. Ag Resource Company President Dan Boss, he said, traders were adding weather premium into these markets.
1: More threatening weather forecast for northern Brazil, and that kind of got the buying started. It's a holiday volume trade here, so everything's accentuated. Everybody needs to understand that. But we did take out last week's high in soybeans, so technically, we had some people that saw that as bullish. So, we all need to be aware of that. Moves here are going to be accentuated both up and down. Um, The machines, if you will, or the funds don't know it's a holiday, so they kind of uh, stay around. And when you have other volume lacking, it just kind of makes uh, the market more volatile. And I think that's going to continue all the way into Christmas.
0: And the traders were ahead of the Federal Reserve meeting very cautious.
1: Yeah, no, it will. We're going to be watching FMOC. We're not looking for them to change rates, but that being said, We do expect them to maybe uh, have some hawkish tone to the overall thought process. They still want to keep fighting inflation, so they don't want to uh, let down on their rhetoric. But well, we also have down in Argentina Mile coming forward with his uh, economic platform, which we'll all be watching in terms of will they change anything on export taxes that would make the Argentinian farmer a more aggressive seller down the road.
0: Stone X market analyst Philip Clausen says South American weather forecasts have not changed, but the news remains fairly quiet. So far this week and in a, a market that's
2: been, you know, generally here kinda kinda stable here where you know exports uh
0: you know, continues to uh, to show up, but nothing that really changes the balance sheet dramatically. Just kind of keeps us in line with what USDA is been forecast this sure, year. So you got a uh, a demand situation that's uh, kind of meeting expectations right now, and uh, we're just kind of kind of marching forward in time here, waiting for the calendar to roll over. Zayner Group Ag and Ted Seifried was disappointed with the action in the grain markets on Thursday.
1: Well, compared to everything else that's going on in the outside markets, I gotta say that's a bit of a disappointment. I think, you know with the uh, Federal Reserve deciding to leave rates unchanged, but also using the language that we could see three to four rate cuts in 2024, you've got a a sharply lower dollar for the last 24 hours, and you've got uh, stock markets venturing into new high territory. You've got gold up $50 or so. You've got crude up over $2. So a lot of risk on trade is happening here today, Randy. But the, the grains are not
0: benefiting, not benefiting from that. It was a pretty volatile week as far as the, the livestock markets go as well. Martinson Ag Risk Management President Randy Martinson uh, has said this livestock market continues to try and stabilize. You know, livestock finally have started to see a little bit of life this week. And we, we you know, knock on wood, you know, we're still, at, at the time we were doing this recording, seeing positive movements for the week. We've been back and forth, but we've been seeing more strength. Technically, this market needs to see a little bit of a bounce. You know, we bled it pretty hard. We're starting to see a little bit of uh, better news. You know, the USDA's crop production report was neutral to the cattle. It showed an increase in production, but an increase in demand offset it. So that uh, means that we're looking at maybe more tonnage coming to the market but it's not going to stay there because of an increase in domestic demand progressive ag marketing market analyst brian strumman says the livestock markets uh, traded both sides of unchanged before firming
2: uh the positive thing is i think we're looking at a higher weekly close of both the live cattle and feeder cattle futures and that would be supportive as we move into next week Uh, you look at the lean hogs uh limit up yesterday and and uh, with the, again the support of outside markets the export sales were at a six-week high uh, Chinese hog futures which have certainly been under a lot of pressure here over the last month we're up 10% this week.
0: And that's a look at markets this week in agriculture I'm Randy Conan.
1: Farmers and ranchers have a lot of choices to make when it comes to your crop insurance needs the team at Egg Country Farm Credit Services can simplify it all for you Egg Country's Optimum tool will compare thousands of options based on information from your farm, which will then be used to find the right policy for your operation. Ask about the Optimum tool by contacting your local Egg Country office. Egg Country, focused on egg, focused on you.
0: The Red River Farm Network introduces the latest addition to our team of farm broadcasters. Listen for Tyler Donaldson as he joins Don Wick, Randy Conan, and Whitney Pittman in reporting agriculture's business. Dedicated. Determined. Dependable. 90 minutes of farm programs each weekday. Four farm broadcasters and one ag meteorologist. When you check out the numbers, it's easy to see why your number one choice for farm news, markets, and weather is the Red River Farm Network. With a look at farm news this week in agriculture, I'm Randy Conan. U.S. Treasury Department has issued its long-awaited guidance regarding the implementation of sustainable aviation fuel tax credits. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says this has been a long time coming.
3: Well, the industry's been waiting on this guidance for a long time now, uh, and we've been waiting for detail on how The Treasury is going to actually implement this tax credit, and just to remind folks, the the tax credit is available to producers of sustainable aviation fuel that can demonstrate that the fuel they're producing reduces greenhouse gas emissions by 50% or more compared to petroleum-based jet fuel.
0: The corn and ethanol industry is pleased with the Department of Energy's GREET model that will be used among the methodologies used to determine eligibility.
3: We've been waiting for many months now for detail on what methodology the Treasury Department is going to require for conducting that life cycle analysis. We have been advocating that the Treasury should use the Department of Energy's GREET model Uh, It is the most current, uh, best up-to-date model available for doing that sort of life cycle analysis. And so we were happy to see in this morning's guidance that the Treasury Department, in addition to a couple of other methodologies, is going to allow the use of the GREET model.
0: Minnesota will have a short legislative session in 2024, beginning its work mid-February. Agricultural lobbyist Bruce Claven offers his views for the year ahead.
2: Last year was Katie bar the door. It was a, a ton of things passed, a lot of them were DFL priorities, and just about all of them crossed the finish line. There's very little left that would be held over into this coming year. So as we look at 24, there's kind of two schools of thought. One is the Democrats did everything last year with their trifecta. There's nothing left to do. The other school of thought is we may lose that next November. We don't know, but the House may flip. And if it does, now is our chance. So if there's anything left undone, anything else we wanted to do, now would be the chance this coming spring.
0: With the metro-rural split in the Minnesota legislature, Cleveland believes agriculture will be playing defense during the 24 legislative session.
2: A lot of things got done in the ag world this year. The, The increase in the ag homestead tax credit, the beginning farmer tax credit, some increases in funding. We did take care of some bad bills, the treated seed thanks to Ag Chair Putnam from St. Cloud he was instrumental for us to work with we've gotten to know him. He stopped a lot of the junk from the house and so as we look into 24 there's not a lot of ask generally that the ag groups are bringing. We're going to probably be just looking at defense as to what's coming out in the environment especially in the
0: environmental front. Federal Open Market Committee held their key interest rates unchanged for the third consecutive meeting this week. A move that many market analysts say indicates the interest rate hikes are done. A statement issued after the 19-member policy committee met Wednesday said inflation has eased over the past year but remains elevated, and the Fed kept its benchmark interest rate at 5.4%, which is the highest level in 22 years. Center for Food Safety has filed a petition with the Environmental Protection Agency to end the registration of glyphosate. The activist group is joined by four farm worker organizations and a group known as Beyond Pesticides in filing that petition. They want EPA to Im- immediately cancel the registration of that popular herbicide, claiming risks to human health and the environment. A Bayer spokesperson uh, said this petition has no merit. That's a look at farm news this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan. Integrity Auctioneers' year-end online consignment auction
3: ends December 19th. Featuring telehandlers, farm and livestock equipment, tractors, enclosed trailers, trucks and much more. Most items are on seller locations from Minot to Valley City, North Dakota, so check the website. Many items selling absolute. Find your next auction deal at www.integrity.bid. That's integrity.bid.
1: This is Whitney Pittman from the Red River Farm Network with best wishes during the Christmas holiday. During this very special time, we extend our thanks to you for being part of our Red River Farm Network audience. For the better part of three decades, we've been delivering farm news, markets, and weather information for the best farmers and ranchers in the world. Thanks for listening as we report on agriculture's business. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Red River Farm Network.
0: With a look at weather this week in agriculture, I'm Randy Conan. Quiet weather pattern in place uh, for the nor- Midwest. World Weather Incorporated says warmer and drier than usual conditions uh, continue to dominate the northern plains. High temperatures this weekend, 30s and 40s, even a few 50s possible for South Dakota and Montana. Saw a mix of rain and snow move across much of North Dakota and Minnesota from Friday into Saturday. Grand forks Space National Weather Service meteorologist Matthew McLaughlin says much of the precipitation that showed up on radar never hit the ground.
1: So right now we've had some reports of a light rain and snow mix. A lot of this stuff is actually not reaching the ground, which is kind of interesting for us, but it's kind of varying on um, county to county. In Marshall County, we have reports of a light rain snow mix and also in some areas of Wash County. But if you go towards like more eastern Marshall, we're not, we're not picking up a, a whole lot of precipitation
0: hitting the ground. Total snow accumulation is expected to be less than an inch. Many areas of central and eastern Brazil continue to see scattered rain showers. Temperatures, though, hovering in the 80s, 90s, and even some low 100s. World Weather Incorporated says much of Brazil and Paraguay will continue to see warm to hot temperatures with little to no rain through this weekend before increasing showers and thunderstorms begin midweek next week. While rainfall totals may be less than usual, World Weather says the timing and the amount of rain should maintain favorable crop condition. Frequent rains in much of Argentina through Wednesday will increase total soil moisture and also be favorable for crop growing conditions going into the end of December. A new Agriculture Climate Alliance has been formed. That includes farm groups from Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, Argentina, and a handful of Central American countries. statement was released at the COP28 conference saying farmers are at the front line of climate change and failing to address greenhouse gas emissions would increase the threat to food security worldwide. As expected, USDA lowered Brazil's soybean production to 161 million metric tons. That's down 2 million tons from last month. USDA chief economist Seth Meyer advises farmers to look at the bigger picture.
3: While we cut the outcrop by 2 million metric tons because of the current dryness, it's still an increase from the previous year, and it's still estimated to be a record large crop at this point.
0: Brazil's farmers have completed 91% of their soybean planting. That's up from 85% last week, still below the 95% pace a year ago. With such a wide window for planting in Brazil, Ag Rural is saying there may be some areas ready to harvest soybeans very soon. The latest U.S. Drought Monitor shows 43% of the Midwest is in drought. Iowa and Missouri have been hit the hardest. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration expects drought conditions to persist throughout the winter, that due to strong El Nino conditions. Water levels on the Mississippi River also expected to remain below normal for the remainder of the winter. Go to rrfn.com, sign up for our weekly Red River Farm Network e-newsletter, FarmNet News, hits your email box every Monday. That's a look at weather this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan. The holidays are upon us, and 2023 is drawing to a close. From all of us at Wilbur Ellis, we'd like to thank you for your trust and partnership this year. We're truly better together, and we're grateful for the opportunity to support the success of your operation. We wish you a happy holiday season filled with joy, and we look forward to helping you grow in 2024. Connect with the Wilbur Ellis team in Grand Forks to be set up for success in the new year. Call 701-746-5495 or visit wilburellisagribusiness.com to learn more. Like that morning cup of coffee, the Red River Farm Network is the best way to start your day. Good morning, farm news time on the Red River Farm Network. You'll get the latest market trends. Looking out of the grain market, we finally saw corn kind of trade its own fundamentals here. Weather with agricultural meteorologist Drew Lerner. Cooler temperatures will be occurring in the northern plains and upper Midwest. And today's top stories impacting your farm and your bottom line. We're the Red River Farm Network, and we're reporting agriculture's business.